श्री गौरी वैष्णव गुरुपरंपरा की जय गौर भक्तवृंद की जय गौर प्रेम गुड इवनिंग वेलकम एवरी वन मस्ट बी बैक हियर इन नॉर्थ कैरोलाइना throughout the state so moving here and there um on invitation and uh so I think we'll be here for a couple of days today tomorrow Sunday morning in in your town right in Raleigh you live in Raleigh right yeah but here tonight and tomorrow and tomorrow evening so nice of you to come and some of you from some distance so that's much appreciated um we of course will enter into what is arguably the um, most auspicious month in the vaishnava calendar i'm here in about a week i believe the kartik mas the month of kartik begins and all of you are probably familiar with the significance of that to some extent and of course the month is presided over by sri radha so i wanted to speak a little bit tonight about radha tatva tonight maybe tomorrow also and uh, invoke by for proceeding on into the the month of uh, festivities actually it's quite a festive month on our calendar and um at our community we are having a week long festival with kartik mas within the month of kartik from govardhan puja to the go puja from the third i think of november till the 10th so you're welcome to come and spend some time there with us we have a beautiful um project hundreds of acres and cows and beautiful deities of chaitanya mahaprabhu and radha madhava so often uh stressed and certainly by myself and so many of you the idea that shiman mahabru shri chaitanya dev went into some depth uh, to make the point of tatva the gore is non different from krishna that means to say he's not an avatar per se rather krishna himself and krishna is uh the source of all the vishnu avatars hmm? so chaitanya mahaprabhu is the same avatari um and um this is as i say a very important point of of tatva that gaur is krishna hmm? krishna wants to taste uh something that no other avatar of himself is interested in at all hmm? or has any familiarity with one of krishna's qualities that are he uh, is that he is 
prema madurya. It means he's surrounded by devotees endowed with very special kind of love hmm, that we don't find anywhere else in connection with any other avatar. No other avatar, no other form of the Lord elicits in the Brajbasis. Hmm, prema madurya, whether it be the Maduras itself, as Rupa Goswami, as, as, as I say, as, as, as Krishna's Kaviraj has called, nicknamed the Sringarasa, the, the romantic love. So whether it be the Sringarasa, Madurasa, or Vatsalirasa, Sakya, this is all Prema Madhurya. So no other avatar is surrounded by that. No other form of the Lord corresponds with that kind of love. We have the love and then we have the corresponding object of love in the, in the form of the, the person of, of the Godhead in the two they correspond. So the desire of Krishna hmm, to taste uh, Radha's love, I mean he experiences Radha's love, she loves him, but to experience her love for him from her vantage point that's a very curious idea, and um, he had to be very creative, if you will, in order to do that, which is not beyond him by any means. Uh, and of course, is the uh, what we call Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? that appearance of himself. So the point being, as I've many times emphasized, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is is Krishna. We may cite different verses from the scripture as our Purvacharyas have done to say, and this verse refers to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and you can see therefore he's uh, who we say he is and so forth. This is more or less an academic exercise that will be convincing to those who can be convinced of that. Um, on the strength of their feeling, their emotion, their love, they will marshal up some, some academic, if you will, scriptural support and convince some people. And so there is a sampradaya in a sense. But above and beyond any scripture that they may cite that some could take exception to and say, well, it could mean something else. It doesn't necessarily mean that, and so on and so forth. Um, as verses can be interpreted in different ways, and certainly so much so is the case that we have different lineages, different some with very different perspectives. Um, so, say, as I have in the past, above and beyond any um, citation of any scriptural reference which a person who seeks in within the world of Vedanta to establish himself or herself, uh, her ideas, her concepts as being spiritually viable. Hmm? Um, uh, in order to do that one will s cite the, if you will, as I, as I say this is kind of an academic, spiritual academic exercise. But above and beyond that exercise, which our Puva charts, our previous charts have done um, well uh, at, uh, above and beyond this is the penetrating insight that our charges have as to the psychology of Krishna. Hmm. 
which is so compelling, to come up with this idea that there must be a Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there must be a form of Krishna uh, uh, that in which he can fulfill his his obvious ambition hmm, arising at the very zenith, the very climax of his lila, hmm, when he sees the measure of uh, of Radha's love for him and knows at that moment in eternity that it exceeds his own experience of Rasananda. And while he is the he is Rasaraj, the king of Rasa, you can see this how can the king of Rasa not know something about Rasa? How can another know something that he does not know? At other of course his other self and at any rate, um, this is really for the for the divinity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the necessity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, above and beyond the statement, and that is um Um, gives rise to this thinking, but how they could pick that out and how the, the, the whole Gaudiya theology, the whole lineage in a sense is revolving around that one verse in the, in the height of the of the five chapters of the Rasa Leela that are the center of the Bhagavatam. Hmm? Uh, this is the pivot, the hub uh, around which the whole uh, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism orbits. There we find the genesis of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Based on the penetrating insight and feeling for Krishna, who could feel so deeply? What is his psychology? What is his... To hear that verse and, and understand the implications of that and then make a whole sampradaya. That's what we have done. <laughs> we call Gaudiya Vaishnavism. It's very uh, extraordinary. So... Hmm? We can understand. Gore is Krishna, not anybody else, not any avatar of Krishna, but Krishna himself. That's very odd because he looks very different from Krishna. Uh, he's in, da- in fact the opposite color. Hmm. And of course, this brings us to the, the important point we we want to discuss tonight. We want to discuss something about Radha Tattva. And so, as we must understand that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is non-different from Krishna, hmm? that Gore is Krishna. Hmm? If we get a real footing there in this tattva, hmm? in this siddhanta, then there's scope for us for understanding what? That Gore is Radha. I know it's confusing, but... <laughs> but Sri Krishna Chaitanya Radha Krishna Nahiyanya Rupanuga Janera Jivan. Hmm? This is the life and the soul, Jivara Jivan, of Rupa Goswami and the followers of Rupa Goswami. Hmm? If we want to know something about this, Rupa Goswami is certainly the person uh, to turn to. Hmm? There's a nice statement given by Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami in this regard uh, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, his great uh, masterpiece contribution to the uh, religious world uh, the book that um, contains all of the the siddhanta of 
of, of, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, the distilled essence of the Bhagavatam, the distilled essence of all of the, the writings of the Goswamis. Hmm? Such an extraordinary book, and put at the time as it was into the um, local vernacular, into the Bengali language, giving it to the common common people, such a high idea, giving it to just any anybody and everybody is the idea of Chaitanya Charitamrita. We had some experience of this and were bewildered by it ourselves, as I reflect back many years ago when this book, Chaitanya Charitamrita, was first published in English. It was, uh, Prabhupada had written a commentary following that commentary of commentaries of Bhaktivinoda Thakur and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur in a translation in the English language. And um, some of you may know the story that he had it, had it all written and not one volume had been published while his publishing arm of his mission was publishing one volume of his Srimad Bhagavatam edition every month. Hmm? which was a pretty good, uh, a formidable task to bring out a three, four hundred page book uh, a month for young people who are learning as they went, <laughs> so to speak, uh, in, in everything, in editing, in, in, in art, in, in layout, in design, in publishing, so forth. So, um, of course, Prabhupada had an, an urgency. Hmm? Verse I'm going to cite of Krishnadasa's also expresses some urgency. Hmm? We'll get to that. But the Prabhupada had an urgency to get this out. And so he asked, I was on the beach at the time with Prabhupada when he asked, what was the status of the printing hmm? and how the, 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 the publishing arm had fallen behind in terms of his work. And he was... Uh, Put, putting forth this kind of competition between the writer and the publisher and who will who will uh, be ahead and so forth and and uh, and and the topic had been brought up the day earlier and so one of my good friends uh, godbrother of mine named, named Ramaswar he had stayed up all night with some of the other members of the publishing team to figure out how they could print these back volumes of Chaitanya Charitamrita at a rapid pace. And so he was ready when Prabhupada asked in the morning again, so what is the status? And he said, Prabhupada, we've come up with a plan. Hmm? And so the, the plan was we'll continue to publish, I believe it was one volume of the Bhagavatam a month, and along with that, two volumes, I believe he said, of Chaitanya Charitamrita every month. So they went from one volume a month to three volumes a month. So two volumes a month. And it was, it was laid out in 17 volumes, so it would take eight or, not, eight or nine months. So, <laughs> so Prabhupada turned to him and said, two volumes per month? I want all volumes in two months. And I'm telling you, Ramaswari, he turned, he was already pale, kind of a guy. He turned white like a ghost, and I thought he was going to just f fall flat on the beach. And he said, Prabhupada, that is impossible. I mean, he just stayed up all night to figure out how to, you know, do it 
you know, two volumes a month. And Prabhupada said, impossible, that is a word in a fool's dictionary. It's a quote from Napoleon, actually. It was quite successful, as you know, in his exploits in, in France. Um, and so there it was, and, and it happened. And I was in Chicago at the time, and, and so as the books came out, the, 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 uh, the first copies off the press that would be given to Prabhupada and a few leading members of, the, of his um, mission, Ramaswar stole one of those copies and sent one to me in Chicago. I was uh, well known for distributing the books. So I was fortunate to be one of the first persons to read the Chaitanya Charitamrita in English. And to distribute it, I might have been the first person to sell a copy. But there we were with this book. Of course, now I say this is the distilled essence of the Bhagavatam and all of the Siddhanta of the Goswamis, which is a very high teaching of theology and so forth, that, that in his time, Krishnadas had thought he'd really, and he did, had done something very extraordinary by taking that and putting it in common language of Bengali, hmm? and giving it to the common people. And there we were, giving it to the common people, but they didn't speak Bengali. <laughs> what to speak of Sanskrit or of any acquaintance with anything remotely you know, connected with what the book was about. And there we were, selling it to you know, Adi Leela, Volume 1, you know, if you're familiar with it, you know, to some guy in the airport, uh, as, it, as it was. And we thought, well, you know, I get <laughs> whatever, you know. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, going to find a home and it'll be read by somebody somehow. Um, um, but at any rate, originally it was, it, was, it, was, it was a challenge of Krishnadas to take such a high idea and give it to the common people. We thought it was a challenge to talk about this book and try to you know, sell it to or encourage and compel someone to think that they should have it. Um, and we didn't understand that much about it. <laughs> we were just reading it as we went along. Hmm? So anyway, it's a very uh, extraordinary book. It's been many years since then, and, and of course all of you have read the Chaitanya Charitamrita many, many times, I'm sure, and are familiar with the verse I want to cite um, uh, with regard to the importance of, uh, of Rupa Goswami as the person who we should most turn to if we want to understand something if we want to understand how Krishna is Gore, how Gore is Krishna, and furthermore, how Gore is Radha. Hmm? It's just like in our Guru Tattva. Hmm? We say that the Guru is Krishna. Sakshadharitena. Samasta Shastra. It's not just here and there mentioned. Samasta Shastra. Everywhere. Hmm? Throughout all the sacred texts, it is mentioned. Sakshadharitena. Hmm? The Guru is Krishna directly manifesting for us. Hmm? Of course, there are many Gurus, hmm? but in this sense, they're all one. They're all representing Krishna. Hmm? Not anybody else. Hmm? So this is a very important point of Guru Tattva. Hmm? But there's another point, of course, as well. Hmm? That's what makes the Guru gurus different from one another. They're all one, and that they all represent Krishna, but they're all somewhat different. In what? In that they are kintu pravoya priyavatasya. 
they all have they are all are also an embodiment of love for Krishna. Hmm? In Madhurasa, in Sakyarasa, and so on and so forth, and with different sentiments, and within those rasas, slight differences, and so on. Hmm? This, of course, is the higher side of Sri Guru, and this, then, as I'm saying, is the higher side of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The lower side, and it's awfully high, is that Gore is Krishna. Hmm? The higher side is that Gore is Radha. Hmm? He is Krishna. But Antar Krishna Bahi Gauram, as I said earlier, he doesn't look like Krishna. He looks even just the opposite. Antar Krishna Bahi Gauram. Uh, Krishna is black. Hmm? Sham. Hmm? And Gore is Gore. Golden. Hmm? They look the opposite. Krishna is enjoyer. Hmm? Rasaraj playing the flute, accompanied by so many milkmaidens and so on and so forth. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a, is a sacrificer, hmm? a giver. Hmm? This side of him hmm, is more important to us. The Radha Bhav of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the sense in which Gore is Radha, that is more important to us than the fact that Gore is Krishna. But in order to understand the latter and take advantage of that important point, fact, that Gaur is Radha. We have to understand that Gaur is Krishna. It's very complicated, hmm? but sweet and charming, hmm? compelling. And from the religious world's point of view, very unique and penetrating. It, 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 it speaks of a very penetrating insight, as I say, into the psychology of God the love life of God, the private life of the, of the Absolute. Hmm? A very ex so a very extraordinary dispensation. And the person hmm? uh, most empowered hmm? to speak to us about that, that is, is, is Sri Rupa Goswami. Hmm? In this sense, we call ourselves the followers of Rupa Goswami, Rupanuga. Prabodhananda hmm? hmm. Sarasvati said it a little uh, in a nice way that Gore is Radha. Hmm? He said, Yata, you may know, Yata, Yata, Gora, Parada, Vinde. He said, The more we take shelter of Gore, hmm? the more we uh, become, enter into Dasya Bhava hmm? for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu the closer we come to Radha. This is a very high thing as we're talking about it. So this is the private life of God, how you will enter in there. This is the way. That private inside life has come outside. The Madhurya has become Audarya. It's going everywhere. So you have to, we are Gaudiya Vaishnava. So our focus is on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This focus on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that will naturally happily and securely bring us to and establish us in full acquaintance with and participation with Radha Krishna Leela. Hmm? There's no other way. Hmm? There's no shortcut. And, 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 and this, is not, this is very wonderful because Gaur Leela itself, unto itself, if it could be unto itself, of course it cannot be unto itself, 
is t completely intertwined with Krishna Leela. Hmm? Gauri is Radha and Krishna, so you can't you can't get away from Krishna Leela. You can't and you can't get closer to it. Hmm? And getting close to it means Gaur Leela. Hmm? The close, as close as you get to Radha Krishna Leela, as we said, there you find the Gaur Leela. Hmm? We look at Gaur Leela often as a bridge to Krishna Leela, but it's not a bridge you will leave, you'll burn behind you. Hmm? But you get into Krishna Leela, you will find yourself in Gaur Leela. Go into Gaur Leela, and you'll find yourself in Krishna Leela. Hmm? So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, so, so, this is, we require some help for this, to understand all these, these topics. Hmm? To understand the person of Krishna is difficult, to understand the person of Radha is, is, is more difficult. That Gaur is both of them, hmm? so our heads are spinning. We, 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 so, we look first and foremost to Rupa Goswami. As I say, Krishna Kabras has given a nice verse to help us understand the importance of his position. Hmm? He says that uh, it's a Sanskrit verse uh, from his Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is mostly in Bengali, but about 10% in, in, in Sanskrit. And this is one of his own original compositions. When he begins the section of the Madhya the Rupa-siksha, where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is depicted by Krishnadas as giving the siksha, the teachings that constitute Gaudiya Vaishnavism to Rupa Goswami in Madhya-lila. He pens his own verse at the beginning. He says what? He says there that Vrindavaniyam um, Rasakeli Vartam Vrindavaniyam hmm. Rasakeli Vartam Kalena Luptam Nijashat Ukta. Ukta, I said, with enthusiasm. I mentioned, with great, Prabhupada, with great enthusiasm, wanted this message to come out. This verse says, with great enthusiasm, Krishna, hmm? Krishna, with great enthusiasm, wanted that the world would know about his leelas, Vrindavaniyam, hmm? Rasakeli Vartam, the topics about Rasakeli, the play of his rasa in Vrindavan, he wanted that the world would know about such things that had been kalena um, luptam. Uh, uh, kalena means time, luptam means hidden. That by the influence of time, which itself is the hand of God, had been hidden. We find this idea in Gita also, in the fourth chapter, where avatar tattva is being discussed, the beginning of the fourth chapter. Hmm? What is it said there? Uh, it is said, uh, what has been said is, evam parampara praptam imam raja shayobidu sakalena mahata yoganashta parantapa. By the influence of time, and that is Krishna. Hmm? Time I am. What does he say? Uh, yes. Kalos me. In Gita. So, by the hand of time, sometimes the teaching becomes mixed up, confused, distorted. Hmm? It's like that telephone game. Is that, was it, is it called the telephone game? <laughs> when you're kids, you know, and, you, and it comes out, and you see it's entirely different when it gets to the end. Hmm? It's supposed to remain the same, but sometimes there's a disconnect. Hmm? Hmm? And that is all, from the higher perspective, 
That is all under his control. Hmm? It will be lost. It will be distorted that he might shed light on someone hmm? which he takes great pleasure in doing. Hmm? A great devotee of his, someone dear to him, hmm? through whom he will again straighten out the teaching and that person, that devotee of his, will be glorified in the world. Hmm? This is his leela. Hmm? So he says, Vrindavan Das, all oh, the leela, those topics were lost. What did lost mean? What are they really all about? They're still here and there, and 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 the Hindu children and our children can tell the stories. <laughs> I heard Tilak was pretty good at telling the stories. Someone was telling me the other day. Oh, you were telling me right, of Krishna. But what do they mean? <laughs> what is the significance of all that? What is the tattva behind all that? What is the feeling that can come from such? Hmm? Uh, there is a whole is Tadvagvisargo Janatagaviplavo, Yasmin Patishloka Mabhatavati. It's another creation altogether. This this Rasa uh 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 Rasakilivartam, this topic about Krishna that Bhagavatam is centered on. This is a the whole it's a world unto itself. Hmm? Really the center. If you understand it properly, hmm? It's only common sense, Krishna consciousness. You take various universally accepted axioms and play them out, the fullest implication of them. We will find ourselves in Krishna Lila. Somebody asked the other day something like that on the Facebook in our group there. Something like, are there is Krishna consciousness, is Gaudiya Vaishnavism have certain tenets that are exclusive only to it and you have to believe in those and there's no other way. And I replied something like, there's nothing in Gaudiya Vaishnavism that is not universally accepted by all good people in the world with some understanding of the implications of that, like it's unbecoming to be selfish to give is to receive, these kind of things. This is Krishna consciousness. You just have to play it out. Hmm? And, and in doing so, you find yourself in the heart of what Gaudiya Vaishnavism is all about. Hmm? So, yes, it's universal in its application. Hmm? And not, uh, it's, not it's, 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 its primary book is said to be beyond the book. It is said about the Bhagavatam. Why did... Granta means book, and Granta means also not. And it's typically used to refer to the not of, of material attachment that, that binds us to the world of birth and death. Hmm? Sukadeva Goswami is described there in the Bhagavatam as nirgranta. The knot was untied... He was beyond the book. Implication is he was beyond the theoretical knowledge, hmm? realized person. And then the question asked by the, by, by the sages is, well, Sonak and the sages, why did he study the Bhagavatam then? Hmm? Oh, because that's another thing. That is the Samadhi Bhasha of 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 Vyas, 
That is the madness of Vyas in trance. He spoke something, wrote, Ganesh wrote it down, or however you, the story is told in different ways. Hmm? It, it, I quoted the verse earlier Tagdad Visargo, Janatag Vipavo, Yasmin Patislokam, Abadhavati, Apinamani, Antasya, Shon Gitania, Shinvanti Gayantri, Gananti, Sadhavo. It means it may be this book is a different creation altogether. Tetadvisargo. Hmm? And it, it probably is a very compelling kind of uh, translation. This is in the Narada Bhagavatam, the section of the Bhagavatam where Vyasa is enlightening Narada. Hmm? Excuse me, Narada is enlightening Vyasa in this section, his guru. And it's, it probably is very, very, speaks very powerfully, very, very, with great sense of urgency. Hmm? And the implication of the verse is, this is another creation, this book is a different thing. Previously, the verse was said, oh, there are birds of a feather will flock together, something like that. Hmm? There are some books about ordinary topics, and they are like places of pilgrimage for crows. Hmm? But the swans, they are interested in something else. Hmm? And so, it said, this Bhagavatam is spoken such that don't bother about the language. Don't bother about grammatical inconsistencies that may be there. Or, I said this over here, it's a little bit, you know, I'm not confused about that. It's pretty, you know, uh, pretty good. But, but it, it, it says at the onset, the, the idea, forget about that, overlook that. Hmm? Prabhupada might have given an example, something like, in a building, a four-story building, where the Mexican person lives on the first floor, an Italian on the second floor, a Greek person on the third floor, and an Englishman on the fourth, and the building is on fire. And whatever language there's fire in at the other three floors, don't understand, understand, something, there's a problem. And we've got to do something about it, something like that. So they they, they feel it. Hmm? The Bhagavatam is spoken like this, very compelling. And, and of course, again, I mean, look at the setting in which the speaking of the Bhagavatam is is um, framed. The, the speaking of Sukhya. He has seven days to, to get it all, to digest it. And it's a very yes, message. Hmm? And with some sense of urgency, hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted this Bhagavat message, which is the center of which is Rasakili Vartam, Vrindavaniyam. These topics of Vrindavan, this Rasa, topics of the Vrindavan inhabitants and w- interacting with Krishna, their love, this Prema Madhuri. This, the understanding of this, the significance of this, the depth of this, the meaning of this, the implication of this, he wanted with great urgency. He wanted it to be known, so he gave his own shakti. Sanchaja rupe. Sanchaja rupe virunot punasa. He injected his own, invested his own shakti into Rupa Goswami. And what did he compare? Prabhur vidho prag eva loka. Just like at the dawn of the creation, hmm, Krishna imparted 
the four essential verses of the Bhagavatam to Brahma and empowered him hmm? Hmm? to disseminate the Vedic wisdom and so forth to the world and, to be, and of course to become Krishna conscious. The difference is Rupa Goswami was far beyond the, 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 the realization of Brahma. Hmm? So he wasn't given all the Vedic knowledge but the distilled essence of what is Krishna Leela, the Vrindavan Leela. And he was empowered. Hmm? This means that, uh, to use a term that's out and about, Rupa Goswami is the founder acharya hmm? of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, this is from Chaitanya Charitamrita, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is Krishna himself, just like Krishna empowered Brahma in the Brahma Sampradaya. Hmm? We call it Brahma Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, so Krishna is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Krishna's gore, we got that, right? <laughs> and what it is about the gore huh? that, he, that he wanted, that, 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 he wa that not only that he wanted Rupa Goswami to know, Rupa Goswami knew, but he wanted, he wanted particularly to empower Rupa Goswami to make that known to the world. Hmm? So that's why we call ourselves Rupanugas. He would never allow us to call it the, the Rupanuga Sampradaya, but Rupanugas, the, the Rupa Goswami Sampradaya, Rupanuga, followers of Rupa Goswami in the Gaudiya or Chaitanya Sampradaya. This is our fortunate uh, position that we find ourselves in, in a great lineage over so many hundreds of years. And for most of us here, within that lineage, in the, in the Parivar, the family of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, which is very prestigious, uh, known for its dissemination, hmm? wide-scale dissemination, which again, what Chaitanya Charitamrita is, is an attempt to do and so forth. So, Rupa Goswami, a very, um, the, the perfect person to turn to, hmm? if we understand something about, about, uh, about Radha Tattva. He sings a nice song. What is that song? You know saying? Radhe jaya jaya madhava daite Radhe jaya jaya madhava Radhe 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 Jai Jai Madhava. Hmm. This is a short song written in Sanskrit by Rupa Goswami, but full of very deep uh, meaning and insight into the, the person of Radha. So it's a huge topic, but this is a good point of of entry, seeking as we have the um, blessing of Rupa Goswami, trying to invoke uh, auspiciousness and his his, uh, his kripa by saying something about his extraordinary foundational uh, contribution to our lineage, and now uh, singing part of, and we'll go through the rest of it too as time goes on. And maybe not all this evening, um, uh, and explain his his song. He says, 
Radhe Jai Jai Madhava. Hmm? So Radhe is, is in the vocative, and so he says, uh, victory to Radhe. This is the, the kind of the, the, the uh, commonplace uh, greeting. It's hard to become Hare Krishna but, <laughs> or Hare Bol, but uh, it, it was more traditionally Jai Radhe hmm? in, in Vrindavan. This is this is of course really the, essentially the voice of Krishna, as much as Gore is Krishna. Hmm? Krishna is saying Jai Radhe, Jai Radhe, and pointing in her uh, direction, and of course seeking to become Radha, really. Hmm? And if we study very carefully, we find he was successful. Hmm? We'll get to all that, but here. Rupa Goswami says, Radhe Jai Jai Madhava. Hmm? So, Radhe and Madhava, Radha Madhava. These are, of course, names of, of uh, Krishna and, and Radha that, uh, that Prabhupada liked very much. He named his deities in Mayapur, initial, original deities there, Radha Madhava. He had deity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Radha Madhava. Hmm? So, the original deities of Mayapur. Hmm? And he liked to sing the song Radha Madhava, Jai Radha Madhava, of course. Uh, so Madhava, it's a beautiful name for Krishna. It, uh, it's, it also means the springtime, hmm? Madhava. Um, and uh, as you probably know, Krishna has mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita that of seasons, I am the spring. Hmm? How appropriate! It's a, very much, obviously, a season of, of love, and a season of, of, of new beginnings, and prospect, uh, anticipation. Hmm? And this is very much uh, what spiritual life is about, in the Gaudiya context. It's not about attaining, hmm? but the prospect of eternally pursuing Radha's love, for example, itself, which is the ideal of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? The ideal of, uh, of, of Radha Bhav to be attained by Radha Dasyam, hmm? by uh, eternal service. So it's, 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 uh, that love is described as full and ever-increasing. These are contradictory ideas, obviously. It's full, but always increasing. So this is not a static idea of transcendence, hmm? where uh, something is attained uh, and um, complete. Once we were sitting with Pujapat Sridhar Marsh on his veranda, and, uh, and uh, uh, he had said something very profound, and one of the devotees said, we're completely satisfied from by what you've said. He said, complete? Full up? Is it possible? Uh, he didn't think it was possible. <laughs> that, uh, one could ever speak completely and comprehensively about the subject. It is mentioned this way in the sutras, actually, that um, what that... Um, Tattu uh, Samanvayat. That um, 
it says that it is that about which the absolute is that about which hmm, the implication is words going there return thoughts going there return it cannot, cannot be captured by words cannot be captured by thought and so some think therefore we shouldn't think about it there's nothing and nothing to say about it we should be silent but the Gaudias have a different way of looking at it. Not enough can ever be said about it. So they're always engaged in this Rasakeli hmm, Vartam, uh, these talks about Radha and Krishna, talks about the Vrindavan Leela. Hmm? And they never tire of that. Hmm? Like spring. Hmm? <laughs> it's, it's, it's an invigorating time and full of prospect in which one feels happy and full, but as if in anticipation of that there's more to come. Hmm? Something like that. Hmm? So spiritual life is something like this. If properly understood and properly approached, then it will never be boring, never be stale, and will never, one will never feel that they've completed the course. Hmm? And, and, and in all stages, hmm? one will feel satisfaction. Hmm? That's a very interesting point. Even Mahaprabhu is crying, I'm dissatisfied, I'm dissatisfied. Nayanam Galadashru, why I'm not crying, why I'm not passing out from chanting the name of Krishna. Hmm? Uh, how satisfied he is <laughs> to make such statements, how deeply absorbed he is. Hmm? In in, in in his pursuit to make such statements. Hmm? So, this way, Krishna is compared to, to the springtime, and it very much speaks to us about the nature of spiritual life in a general sense. And, and Rupa Goswami has invoked this name, Jairada Madhava. It has other meanings, of course, as well. Hmm? Ma means Lakshmi, hmm? and Dhava means husband. So Madhava is a word in which, in a sense, Krishna and his Shakti are contained. Hmm? Because you can't have the husband of the goddess of fortune without the goddess of fortune, something like that. Hmm? Of course, that's a very interesting uh, idea that um, that um, the husband of the goddess of fortune is is Narayan, and apparently um, he has a girlfriend. <laughs> so that's uh, that's problematic. Um, what would Lakshmi say? She used to find out. In fact, she did find out. Holy cow! <laughs> and uh, and uh, and she, and what did she do? What did she? What what did? How did she express that? She found out. My husband Narayan. He has a girlfriend. I'm so chaste to him, that's my reputation, <laughs> that I uh, desire then. Well, she wanted to also become the girlfriend of, of, uh, of, of Narayan in the form of Madhava, hmm? in the form of Krishna. Then we have to bring into question, what is the chastity of Lakshmi? Hmm? Hmm? She... <laughs> She's supposed to be chased to Narayan, but we find she has a desire to associate with, with Krishna. So who is Lakshmi? Who is the most chaste lady? This is the question. 
that obviously arises and it arose in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mind in South India hmm, where he met the great uh, worshippers of Lakshmi and Narayan the veritably the head priest of the Ramanuja Sampradaya, the father and mother of who, who became the great Gopal Bhatta Goswami, hmm, who Mahaprabhu gave his seat to hmm, and gave his cloth to and empowered him to initiate disciples hmm, um, amongst the, the six Goswamis. Hmm. There, Mahaprabhu was staying for four months, uh, uh, being housed by... Um, the parents of Gopal Bhatta Goswami, uh, he posed the question to Venkata Bhatta about, you know, Lakshmi is said to be very chaste, but it doesn't appear that that's the case. Why does she want to leave Narayan and go with Krishna? Hmm? It's a very nice uh, subject uh, and very interesting question. And of course, Venkata said, well, there's no problem there. It's not a problem because there's no difference between Narayan and Krishna. Narayan and Krishna are one. They're God. Hmm? How true and how untrue. Hmm? How true that Narayan and Krishna are both God, and in that sense they're no different, but how untrue that they're not different at all. Hmm? Rupa Goswami is given a nice verse, Siddhantas Tobedepi, you know the verse? In Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, they are one, yes, in Siddhanta, in Tattva, they're both God, hmm? but they're very different. <laughs> When we look at their feelings, their emotional content, their rasa, their bhava, from that perspective, they're very different. And from that perspective, we come to the conclusion that, that Narayan may be like Krishna, similar to Krishna, but Krishna is not like Narayan. Hmm? He's completely different. <laughs> uh, and, and all that is found in Narayan, in terms of Capacity for loving reciprocation that is found in Krishna and much, much more. Hmm? Hmm. So, hmm, then we speak who is the real Lakshmi? This is the point, right? Who is the real Lakshmi? Because Lakshmi wanted to go with Krishna and join the Rasa dance. That's a long story, but basically. She was unsuccessful, and that is the follow-up question of Mahaprabhu to Venkatabhata, of course, when Venkatabhata said, no, there's no problem, it's not like Lakshmi is unchaste, Krishna and Narayan, they're one, they're God. So the idea is she's always with God. Then Mahaprabhu said, okay, but then my second question is, why she was unsuccessful for joining the Rasa dance? And Venkata, he, was, he passed out when he heard that question. <laughs> Nobody keeps out. Who could ask such a question? What What are you talking about? <laughs> That's a different religion. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and I'm converting you at this time. He, more or less, Mahaprabhu said. Hmm? Yes. Hmm? This is a very extraordinary idea. Um, <laughs> and, and, of course, this is the teaching. Hmm? This bhava of Radha that Krishna wanted to taste as Mahaprabhu and was successful in time in doing so, Hmm. Rupa Goswami refers to it as, as Babulasa in, in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, one of the names he uses there, Tadbhavichamai, in a more general uh, uh, way he refers to it. In, in his Vidagda Madhava he refers to it, Unatojlarasam. And Krishna Daskaviras has taken this, this term and this verse it's found in and placed it in his Chaitanya Charitamrita as his Ashirvad Sloka, the verse in the very beginning that gives a blessing to the world. 
This is the blessing that he's giving out. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu through Rupa Goswami. That, that the Bhabulasa, the Unatodula Rasa, in the fullest sense of the, of the term, hmm? the, the Bhava of Radha, hmm? that, can be, that can be experienced by the jiva. This is very extraordinary. What Krishna wa- couldn't, couldn't experience needed to make a special appearance for the purpose of and in uh, and a, and a, and a whole new leela and so forth. Hmm? In the context of that leela, it's, po- it's possible for the jivas to, to uh, experience such. Hmm? He, he placed this verse as his Ashurvat sloka as a blessing to the world. Hmm? And then, of course, in, in, in the Ramananda Samvad, the conversation between Ramananda and, and, um, and, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Ramananda reached the point he was asked two questions by Mahaprabhu. What is the sadhya and what is the sadhana? What is the goal of life and how to attain it? And he went through various goals of life, all religious, hmm, and means of attaining them. And Mahaprabhu said, say more, say more. I reject that. Here you're getting somewhere. Say more, say more, say more. He got to the point where he had no more to say and that everything he said, he would cite some scripture to support it. And Mahaprabhu said, do you have anything else to say? Is there something more? He said, there's something more. I don't any, have any verse to support it, but I've, I've thought about it, and it's where I'm at. <laughs> and then he began to speak his poem hmm? at Mahaprabhu's request. And there we find the beautiful description of Radhadasyam. Hmm? Dedication, service, uh, like a das, dasi, hmm? like a servant hmm? of Radha, to such an extent that 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 service and commitment to Radha's service does not allow any room for personal uh, union with Krishna. Indeed, it's rejected. Hmm? This is the unique quality that's mentioned there in and in Krishna's explanation. Uh, follow-up of the poem of Ramananda. Hmm? This means this particular type of uh, Madhurasa. Hmm? No interest in directly consorting with Krishna whatsoever. Hmm? Only in, in serving Radha. You can see, it's a very much service is very central. When we find Mahabharu enters into Radha Bhava, he begins to enter in the sixth, in the fifth sloka of Shikshastakam. Hmm. The words he uses are very important. He says, I want to be a kinkari, a maidservant. Hmm. Elsewhere in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami has told us that all of these Brajbhavas, Dasya Sakya Vatsalya Madhurya, the wonderful thing, the Adbhutapura, the one, the, 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 uh, uh, that the wonderful characteristic of that this praying is that everyone who attains it feels themselves as a servant. It's a very nice idea. It's just like if I love you in any form, then I, I feel like I'll do anything for you. What do you need? Whatever you need, tell me. If I said it all in my power, I will do it. Whether I love you romantically or as a friend or as a as a, as a, in, in, in any capacity, as a parent, I'll do anything for you. Hmm? You see, this is, this is central. 
So sir, that's why Prabhupada used to say, if you love someone, then you serve them. Hmm? So these are high topics. And we, we want to be careful that we don't, try to, we don't go there or try to go there with our shoes on, so to speak. With our shoes on means with our Purushabhav. Purushabhav means I'm the enjoyer. I like this. I want that. And Prabhupada said, as soon as you say, I want, you are in my arm. Hmm? First, when I don't want anything, then there's room. Then there's room. When I don't want anything, in the context of bhakti, then I can say, I want, but I only want bhakti. And what is bhakti? Hmm? This, is, this is a selfless, hmm? only for the pleasure of Krishna. Hmm? And so Mahaprabhu says, I want to enter into the house of Nanda Maharaj. I want to live in the house of Nanda Maharaj. I want to move in hmm? and be a maidservant there. It means I want to marry Krishna, basically. He's starting to enter into the very thing he came to experience. Hmm? This is in Asakti. Hmm? Asakti, the end of, uh, of, of Sadhana Bhakti. Then we go through a few verses, we come to the end of Shikshastukam. Aslishiva, Padaratam, Pranashtalam, Adarshanam, Marmahatam, Kurotuva, Yathatatava, Abdidhatulam, Patomat Prananata, Tusaiva Napara. In this verse, Krishna says, Chaitan, Radharani is speaking this verse. It's no longer so-called Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but it is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the full sense of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He has become Radha. Hmm? It's now whatever he says, she says. And he speaks so beautifully there about her disposition in the Leela. Hmm? Full of Sanchari Bhavs, decorating her Stai Bhav hmm? of Madurasa for Krishna. Hmm? And particular uh, stai bhavs that that are sanchari bhavs, auxiliary bhavas that showcase the the serving nature hmm? of that radha bhav, radha prem. Hmm? So properly understood, you see, it has nothing to do with my personal enjoyment hmm? whatsoever. Now, if you take that, radha is showcased. Mahaprabhu was entered into it. He's successful. He come, he's a maidservant. This is his mentality. It's such extreme way it's pointed out there that if someone else, if some other gopi, if Krishna wants that some other gopi, if he really wants some other gopi to, uh, to, to, to come before him rather than myself, then I will go and bring that gopi to him. This is all samartarati, where one's personal desires become Krishna's desires. Hmm? There's no difference. Hmm? He cites the story, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, he cites the story of the leper who wanted to have union with a prostitute. And the prostitute didn't want to have anything to do with him, understandably. But his wife found out that he wanted to have union with the prostitute, so she went and became a maidservant of the prostitute. This is in ancient times <laughs> to make us make a point, <laughs> and and then the prostitute said, well, "What are you doing here? You know, you're like a a, a Brahmini, 
and from a cultured family and everything. You, you know what I do? She said, yeah, well, I'm, I'm here. I mean, my husband wants to have union with you, so I, I came to serve you. You didn't want it, so I'm... So she was shocked. So I, I think that she... Uh, that, and then um, what happened? Um, somehow she stopped the sun, right? There was a... There was a No, that's a different story. <laughs> but, uh, uh, she wanted by sundown or something like that. If it didn't happen by sundown, well, and she said, well, she, uh, by sunrise or something. And she said, well, her determination was to stop the sun from rising. It was, she's so determined to serve is the point. She was so determined to serve her, who, who in that context was her, her master, hmm? despite even apparent discrepancies. Hmm? She was so focused on serving. Hmm? And uh, so this, this, forgive me for not uh, remembering the details, but this guys that this, these bhavas are so much central, central to them is this serving spirit. Therefore, we try to cultivate that, that, that serving ego. Hmm? It can help the serving spirit. Hmm? And everybody knows how to serve because everybody knows how to enjoy. So if you think, if I had some servants who would do whatever I want, then, then you just reverse and make yourself the servant. <laughs> no problem. But it's a big problem <laughs> for us to make that kind of a change. But, but this is, the, this is the, the impasse that we have. So we chip away at it. At that uh, Purusha Bhav. Hmm? As much as the Purusha Bhav is retired, then this, these kind of Vrindavan Bhav can come. So otherwise, it is called Sahaja Bhav. Hmm? If we think we can go there without, without getting rid of the Purusha Bhav, that's why Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur was fond, as Sridhar Maharaj would like to say, of speaking 80% about what the Braja Leela is not. Hmm? 20% very tastefully about what it is and 80% what it's not. If you make 80%, then you have a, a recipe for, for problem, for sure. Pujala Raghapata Gaurabhange Matala Sarujan Kirtan Range. This is the saying engraved on a, in stone over the, 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 the not Mandir of. Pujapada Sridhar Marsh. Hmm? A saying, part of a, a line of a, a couple lines of a song written by Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur when they took the deity in Calcutta from the rented building into the newly erected marble temple, which is a, a marble temple for Gaudiya Vaishnavism in, in extraordinary thing at the time. Hmm? And so he had engaged his, 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 his followers in raising funds from the from the people for this temple, just throwing the money at the temple, making this fancy temple. People would say, well, what about money for the poor? What about money for the sick? And they say, no, give it to us. And they would just throw it at the temple. People will, and so he, this way he said, you should spend your time like this in Kirtan, hmm? speaking to the people hmm? about how useless money is. <laughs> and just take their money and then throw it. Hmm? Like throw them. People say, "What? What does God need a marble building for? Hmm? What do you need money for?" That's the question. Hmm? You understand? <laughs> That's the answer. 
People say, what does God need a big building for? What do you need money for? Hmm? If money should be used for the poor, is that what you're doing with your money? <laughs> then you're poor. Hmm? You are poor. Hmm? And your miserliness hmm, that you be given up, then you become rich. Then hmm? there's scope for real wealth. So they threw the money at the temple like this. They built the temple. Hmm? He said, this is one line, and, and, and Shudamar selected this. This, this is, this, this is uh, the kind of the distilled essence of the teaching. Of that we will do the pre what Ragmarg is, keeping it above our head, glorifying it, respects to it. We will show respect to I think it is. Hmm? Then in the context of this engaging ourselves as such, this is the whole idea of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur's sannyas. He was sitting doing bhajan for a long time. He got up from that, dressed himself like a sannyasi, and conducted himself like a parirajak, which means a traveling preacher. Hmm? Not the only. Hmm? So he got up from sitting and moved around hmm, to spread this and to teach the way, if you will, as he understood it. Hmm? Uh, that we will glorify the Ragmar, we will preach about it, we will tax our brain, like Krishnadas Kaviraj did, to try to take these teachings so high and fast. Hmm? How much the service, I'm going to say, ego, is in the forefront here. Hmm? This is the idea. Hmm? So, who, when we come to the chastity course, who's really the, who's the real Lakshmi? Hmm? Is Lakshmi, all the consorts of Narayan in his different avatars, one of whom is Krishna, hmm? with the consort of Radha? Hmm? If that was the case, if Narayan was the source of all avatars, and there was Lakshmi, was the source of all shaktis, hmm? then Lakshmi would be the supreme example of chastity. But we've already pointed out there's some question as to her chastity to Narayan. She wanted the consort with Krishna. You can say yes, but we find in Radha never any interest in going to anyone else. Hmm? Not Narayan, for sure. Hmm? By force of arrangements in the Leela for the sake of Parakya, for the sake of bringing out her chastity, she appears to be married to someone, hmm? Abhimanyu, who was a particular manifestation of Krishna in the Leela. Hmm? She never for a moment thinks, not even of Dwarkesh Krishna. She, she met Krishna at Kurukshetra after a long time, and Krishna tried to pacify her there and said, you know, well, heck. Hop on the back of this elephant and let's head to Dwarka. You know, I'm like stuck here, you know. I mean, you know, I, I can't like, I got elephants, I got trumpets and chariots and, you know, warriors and the whole thing. I got four arms, you know, half the time. Uh, and, and so, like, why don't you come with me? How's that? And more mom, Vrindavan, she said, no, my mind is Vrindavan. You enter my mind. There means you have to go to Vrindavan. Hmm? 
That's where I am. That means Vrindavan is not a geographical area. Morman Vrindavan. It is the mind of Radha. Vrindavan Ishwari. It is her mind. Everything there working, working uh, it, uh, we'll get to that and the, the song goes on. Such a nice idea. Yeah, he has a kunj there, but she's the, she's the, the lord of the whole place, the rani of the whole place. The rani of Aradhana. Like the queen of worship. She is the supreme Lakshmi. There's never, a, no question at all of her chastity. There's a story, a nice story, I believe, in, in Vidagda Madhava of, uh, of Rupa Goswami, one of his dramas. You know the story? And Krishna fell sick with a fever. And Mother Yashoda obviously wanted the cure, and so she tried everything good. And and in her frantic uh, exasperation, appeared an Ayurvedic doctor. Appeared, of course, it was Krishna in the form of an Ayurvedic doctor. While he's lying on the bed, passed out with a fever, and the doctor said, "I have the cure." I let me take feel his pulse. Yep, he he he's suffering, and uh, he has a special disease. And the cure disease for that cure is he needs water that's brought from the Jamuna in a porous pot, in a pot with holes in it. So you send someone to the river with a pot that has holes in it, and then fill it with water, and it's a fair distance. That water, then his fever will go away. Now that's obviously madness, but Mother Yasoda said, Get the pot! <laughs> Get the pot with holes in it! Hmm? And then in a moment of sanity, she said, But who's going to be able to do that? And, and the doctor said, No problem. The, cha- the most chaste lady can do that. Any chaste lady can do that, really, but hmm? get a, cha- a chaste lady, hmm? she can bring water from the Jumun forest pot. Huh? And so immediately, then uh, Yasoda picked out Jatila, hmm? Kutila, hmm? the mother-in-law, the sister-in-law of, 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 of Radha, hmm? who are always questioning her chastity. Hmm? She's she's officially married to Abhimanyu, who's like a particular manifestation of Krishna. But in Lila, of course, nobody knows that that he's Krishna. Hmm? And so they're always suspecting her, and they're correct. Hmm? that she is off rendezvousing with Krishna, so they can't ever quite catch her. And so they're always questioning the chastity of her and all the Gokul Tarani. Radhe Jaya Jaya Madhava Gokul Tarani. Mandala Mohita. We have to get to all the Gokul Tarani. But that, 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 that we're only on the word Madhava still. So, <laughs> so the, 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 the chastity is, is, is in question in Jatila Kutila's mind. So, because they're always questioning the chastity of everybody, Mother Yasoda is thinking, they must be chaste. Hmm? So she passes the pot to uh, uh, Jatila, who quickly passes it to Kutila. <laughs> right? And uh, who quickly says, I think I've got you know, <laughs> something else to do, but I mean, uh, yes, Krishna's sick, it's a real problem. So then Mother Yasoda turns to the doctor. This is all happening, you know, in, in, a, in a matter of seconds, and 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 the doctor says, "Ask her. There, that's the chaste lady. 
because he picks out Radha, who is the who has the in Kutila and Jatila's mind, and the, whoever they talk to, the, you know, the, 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 the least you know candidate, the least possible. And the doctor says, "I think that she can do it." Hmm. Of course, and she goes on the order, and she brings the water from the porous in the porous pot, and of course, she does it. <laughs> And Krishna's cured. So this is the story to tell us who is the real Lakshmi. Hmm? As much as Lakshmi is the chaste lady, hmm? the most ideal, so there's the, she is the most chaste. And chastity, of course, and I'll end on this point tonight, I think. We've talked for a while. Chastity is, is, a, is an interesting concept. And it, it, it's, been, it's a word that's been used in the community of um, our party bar, of Bhakti Vinod Thakur and all its different... Um, branches and so forth for some time. Chastity, um, for example, in, in, in relation to Prabhupada has been a big you know, kind of issue for a lot of Prabhupada's uh, disciples. But it's a word that needs to be really thought about a little bit um, and understood. And the example of Radha is, is very good because she appears to be unchaste, but no one could be more chaste than her. Hmm? So there's every possibility of an appearance of lack of chastity, but um, it, but it, it may be present where it appears not to be, and it may not be present where it appears to be. Therefore, if you look at, for example, if you look over the history, uh, in like European history, we have the famous chastity belts of the Victorian era and so forth, right? And they were like protecting the ladies by way of, you know, well, there was no, 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 no chance. I mean, they had some kind of belt on where they couldn't be penetrated and so forth. So you kind of take away the temptations. You remove them by force and call it chastity. Hmm? Removing the temptations by force. Um, but purity, on the other hand, hmm? purity includes chastity within it. But it's not a forceful removing of... Uh, uh, of, the, of out of sight, kind of out of mind, the temptations, but overcoming the temptations. What I want to say here is that one can be chaste but not pure, hmm? or at least an appearance of chastity. But what cannot one cannot be pure and not be chaste in Gaudiya Vaishnavism? Because in order to be pure, the only way that one can be pure in Gaudiya Vaishnavism is by pleasing the Guru. Do you understand? Yasya prashada, bhagavat prashada, yasya prashada nagati kutopi. If the guru is pleased with us, then we make progress. We cannot be, we cannot say, doesn't make any sense. Do you understand? How can he be, he or she be advanced? How can he or she be pure hmm? and spiritually developed hmm? without the grace of the guru? And the grace of the guru cannot be there if one not chased to the guru. Hmm? So we have to understand this in a, in, in, in a dynamic sense. Otherwise, and it has been misunderstood in, in term abuse, and we can turn to such a high example to appreciate this point. Hmm? No one is more chaste than Radha. She is the supreme Mahalakshmi. Hmm? Gokul Tarani Mandala Mohite. Hmm? There... In Vaikuntha, there is one Lakshmi, and in Golok, there is Lakshmi Sahasra Sotasambrama Sevyamamo. Lakshmi Sahasra, there are millions of them, Lakshmis. 
millions of them, and all of them. Lakshmi Sahasrasata, Sambrahma Sevimano. Sevimano means prema, uh, prema Madhurya. They are endowed with a very special kind of love hmm, that Lakshmi is in awe of. Hmm? Lakshmi is the, is the is, well, along with Narayan, is the object of reverential love, and she is in awe of that. Hmm? What kind of love? That's why she wanted to enter there. What kind of love they have? And Gokul Tarani in the mandal, in the mandal, in the circle of Gokul, hmm? they are all singing the glories of Radha. They are all expressions, partial expressions, of the entirety of love that she embodies as Mahabhav. Swarupini. So, this way we said a few words about uh, Radha Tattva. We'll continue with the discussion of this song and, and, and with the idea, the important idea of, of understanding not merely that Gore is Krishna, hmm, an important point of Tattva, but I think that's pretty well in place. I've been speaking many, many years on this topic. How Gore is Radha? That is, what is his bhava? And this, of course, is more important to us. What is the bhava of Gore? Hmm? That is what he is. The person is their feelings. Hmm? Right? So is Gore Krishna or is Gore Radha? <laughs> so in this way, this is our entrance point through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We have some, and Rupa Goswami, as I mentioned, some opportunity, some hope. We're talking about such a high topic as Radha Tattva. Any question? Yes. Earlier, if you take those things that we all know to be true, Mm. And then yeah, play them out to its furthest extension, and we come to what you're talking about. I guess like Krishna, Leela, Chaitanya Leela. That was occurring to me the other day. Now you saying that is really kind of random. I think this might be true. But I'm not saying you can tell me. It seems like that if you try to talk about those things, but they have no connection to those truths that we all know to be true then there's not much value to it. It becomes dogmatic. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and what really kind of brought that out, I went to go see Dana and Borobani's presentation on their book, and I was really appreciating the mood at their church. I thought, this feels good. I like this. Mm-hmm. And I thought, we don't really have I know. We're that. I mean, a lot of it, most of the years that, that we do Krishna consciousness, we didn't have anything felt like that. And I thought... I I can care less about all this highfalutin philosophy. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't have that, it's not useful to me. But if it has that, then that's where we can. Is mm-hmm. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Is that true at all? Or, I mean, is it's, there a danger? It's, it's, it seems like sometimes people get into all this philosophical talk, but then they forget about, say, being kind. Or you know, uh-huh. truths that we know. Uh-huh. Yeah, it should play out on that uh, level. You mentioned being kind, for example. Bhaktivinoda Thakur has said that um, kindness to others, uh, jivadaya, that, and um, chanting the name of God. These two are the essence of of Dharma. Sarva Dharma Sar, jivadaya Krishna Nam, Sarva Dharma Sar. So. So much so that in Bhagavatam it's mentioned, for example, also that offering praise to the deity and so forth while not honoring other people is like throwing uh, ashes on the fire or something like that. It's like not a good, 
it's it's backwards, something like that. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's meant for making real whole um, humans. It's kind of a it's an, I know it's an oxymoron, but it's divine humanism is what we're speaking about. I mean, the human life is the very um, uh, stage where Krishna's lila is most comprehensively played out. So uh, we can say we want to transcend our humanity or we could say we want to take advantage of the opportunity of humanity in conjunction with sadhu sangha to reach its fullest uh, um, potential. In many respects, Gaudi Vaishnavism is, is very world-affirming. From one angle, it would look like world-denying. But if you really understand that properly, detachment is the first step in love. So you know you step back and stop not stop not loving in the name of loving because you don't understand a thing for what it is, and you're using it for your own purpose. You're attached to it. So I see you only as an object for my uh, mentally conceived sense of self and so forth. So I'm doing you an injustice, a harm really in the name of loving you, and we all know a little bit about this from, you know, relationships and so forth. So, I know too. <laughs> Without having to go there. Step back from that, and, and this is, is the first step of, towards actually having a meaningful, loving rapport and so forth. So, detachment has to, has to be properly understood in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. It's not really world-denying, it's really world-affirming. What could be a... I mean, Krishna Leela is, is an extreme example of that. Hmm. All things possible. This is another meaning of the brudge. All things possible by just proper adjustment. Um, it's, you have to start, take out the... take out the... well, take out the Purushabhav, then all things possible. So, yeah, question? Yeah. Gurush is saying for... Um for example, selflessness, and you know the whole the whole talk tonight is about Radharani, who is in the highest. You know, she's the pinnacle of our of our whole understanding, and she personifies a radical selflessness, um, just the service service attitude. So, even though it's a kind of a basic human point about being. Shridhar said that he had some attraction for Ram because he was, you know, his sacrifices, you know, he, he for Dharma, he was, he was banished from the kingdom and, you know, he accepted it and, and, and so forth, that, uh, that his father's word would not be broken. Hmm? Just to keep his father's word, you know, he, he took on a huge sacrifice. He was going to be the king. Hmm? And some of you know the story. So, He's attracted to the sacrificing in Ram, but Krishna was such an enjoyer that he had a little harder time identifying with him. But then, when he understood Krishna through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and thereby Radha, then he saw the sacrificing element, and that he was very attracted to. Someone asked him sometime years, a couple of years back, a Christian fellow said, "You know, your God is an, is an enjoyer, you know, and a womanizer, an enjoyer." And our God is a sacrificer, so it's obviously who, obvious who's God and who, you know, who's not here. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can't look at Krishna without if you look if you if you if you really look closely at Krishna, 
you keep looking. It's like one of those things you keep looking and it changes, you know. You keep looking, you keep looking, and then you'll see Radha and Krishna. Hmm? Keep looking, and it will turn to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, something like that. So you, you look closely, and you see oh, that, that, that the sacrificing, there's no, in other words, there's no Krishna without love of Krishna. This is Beda Ved, Chintu Beda Ved. The love of Krishna has a corresponding object, hmm? which is Krishna. And so they come together. Um, Radha Krishna Pranai, Vikriti Ladini Shakirasmad. Radha is the transformation of Krishna's love, personified. And so she is the ideal of Krishna and of the jivas, and she is ministering to Krishna, or I want to say serving Krishna in every way, and all the jivas on the other side. Hmm? Because bhakti is, is the center of it is the Pladini Shakti, of course, that she presides over. Hmm? She's Bhakti Devi. So uh, anyone who's got any bhakti, Radha is tendering to. She's present in that person. Hmm? And so you have, and I think this is what you're pointing out, this ideal Jairade. What is it? You know, Jairade. What does it mean? <laughs> and such a, yeah, such an extreme example in our um, uh, tradition of the of the deity who is a deity and the way of devotion both combined, hmm? and it it looked at carefully turns into well it's a whole it's swaha as we had bhavani top of the Gopal Tapani says yeah. we'll go into that we had bhavani swaha you know, she the, the daughter of the sun and she is the swaha in your mantra hmm? which is, I give myself. So. Like you were saying, bringing other gopis, if Krishna wants to enjoy yeah. the gopis, bringing them, because completely surrendered to Krishna's enjoyment. Yeah. So, yeah. what you're saying almost makes me think that maybe more what is, uh, what I'm thinking of is maybe sometimes people talk about all that kind of stuff, but you need to actually dip your toe into the selflessness yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's. You like you got to try to do that too, rather than just talking about the leela to try to follow in the footsteps. I guess that's what following. Yeah, well, that's why we try to sometimes talk about it in a broader way and universalize the, you know, show the universal application of the concepts and so forth, so they don't remain just book knowledge and information that you then regurgitate and you know, and spin somebody's head a little bit and and, and boost your own ego as a result of doing it. That you actually understand, it, you know. We're talking about Radha. Oh yeah, what kind of what color does she wear? What, what are the, you know she has this many and you memorize all these things and so forth. And meanwhile, you just carry on with Purusha Bhav. So we, we don't want to talk about it in such a way that that you can leave with that without understanding the implications of it and so forth. Hmm? That's that's what we try to do, and I try to exemplify. I mean. Uh, Kyle was saying to me, you know, you've been coming here for so many years, nobody comes to North Carolina to, to, so much to help us. And so, and that is my spirit. I come here to help and, and serve as best I can. For a long time I've been coming. <laughs> but you're all very good, very generous. So, it's nourishing. See, man, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ki jai, see, Radha Madhava ki jai, Bhubha Goswami Prabhupada ki jai, Jai Sri Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada ki jai, Sri Bhakti Raksha Siddhar Dev Goswami Maharaj ki jai, Sri Bhakti Siddhanta Sri Thakur Prabhupada ki jai, 
गोकुशलत बाबूजी महाराज की जाए श्री भक्ति विनोद ठाकुर की जाए भक्ति विनोद फरीबार की जाए श्री श्री राधे की जाए